Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here. dear listeners. I'm thrilled to bring you such a special and wonderful episode today that will wrap you up in a cozy blanket of kindness. Before we enter our usual joyful space, I feel we have to take a moment to acknowledge and really think about what we can do as a country after the senseless and horrific acts of gun violence that we've witnessed. Most recently was the grocery store shooting in Buffalo and the Uvalde school shooting. There are no words, but there are actions that we need to take. I urge you to do so right now. One thing you can do is go to everytownforgunsafety at everytown.org. That's everytown.org. You can also call your senator right now at 202-224-3121 and tell them you want to pass universal background checks on all gun sales. This is a bipartisan issue. It's a safety issue. We have to prioritize the safety of our teachers, school administrators, and of course, our students. Please take action. Someone who is creating so much glorious change across the board is today's guest, Isaiah Garza. You've no doubt come across their moving viral videos on social media where they give constantly, especially to the homeless community. From surprising deserving people with money and even houses, their videos are a true bright spot in the newsfeed. It's no surprise that Isaiah has amassed almost 8 million followers on TikTok alone with their kind content. You can follow them at Isaiah Garza, by the way. Giving to others is second nature to the jewelry designer and activist. Isaiah's story began in Yakima, Washington, where they grew up in poverty and often homelessness. Many of Isaiah's friends were killed by drug or gang violence, but Isaiah had dreams that carried them to Los Angeles. Unfortunately, the struggles didn't end there. 
with Isaiah living in a car for about a year, sometimes being robbed and even tormented. Isaiah held on to the dreams. They worked odd jobs to save enough money to eventually get an apartment in downtown Los Angeles. Isaiah's big break came when superstar Rihanna wore one of their jewelry pieces in a photo shoot. We get into that amazing story during our conversation. Their designs have now adorned celebrities like Selena Gomez, Cardi B, Khloe Kardashian, Chance the Rapper, and Pete Davidson. Expanding into clothes now, Isaiah's designs can be found online at IsaiahGarza.com, in addition to a variety of boutiques around the world. Besides being a social media star, Isaiah is also the Drew Gooder ambassador on The Drew Barrymore Show and continues to work with various organizations to make the world a better place. We had such a beautiful conversation and Isaiah just embodies kindness. What can I say? Be sure to stick around as always after the interview for your kindness tip of the week. Without further ado, please enjoy the illuminating Isaiah Garza. another creator friend on here, Kaylin Allen. Uh-huh. And he was saying he sometimes just has to take a huge break from social media and just go away and chill out and kind of refill his cup because, you know, sure. you guys put so much energy and work out there and it's a lot more draining when it's on a screen. <laughs> and this is even, I don't even know if this is a topic we're even discussing right now, but honestly, like, I think that it's so unhealthy. Like it really, really is because first of all, even if you're not a social media creator or like you're a social media person who's always on, like, you know, it's part of your job or whatever, like you, it's part of your job, like, you know, social media people. Um, but even when you're not, it's like unhealthy because you're on there so much and you're always comparing yourself to other people, mm. you know, images of people or like, you know, not feeling like you're doing enough. And then, then you amplify it so much because like, then you're a social media creator. It's your job to be on the internet and social media all the time. So not only are you like creating content for social media, but like I catch myself all the time, like hanging out with friends where I'm just on my phone and I realize, like, dude, I've been on my phone for the last 20 minutes while everyone else is just talking and chirping. But it's like literally a part of my job. And I think mm-hmm. I struggle and a lot of us struggle to disconnect from that world because it's like it's not just like you're a soul you like looking at social media stuff or what's happening but like it's your job it's and and also too you have to be in the know like what's going on and um yeah you know it's it's there's a lot of unhealthy things about it you know 100 percent. i think more than ever it's so relatable on a global scale to not burn out because everybody's working from home now and everybody's on screens so much and those lines are blurred so it is really hard to set up those boundaries have you found i guess before we really dive in have you found any you know successful ways to set those up and do you have any advice for people out there who are not good at setting up boundaries oh gosh i'm going to be one thousand percent honest with you okay thank you (laughs) I, i feel like i haven't figured that out yet enough in my life you know, and I'm very open about it because um, I struggle with like anxiety and stuff. Uh, but I feel like I haven't cracked the code yet on how to really step away because I'm kind of like obsessed 
Like it's, it's, a, it's an issue. It really is for me. Um, it's, a, it's a weird, like, it's kind of like a healthy issue and an unhealthy issue. It's like a gift and a curse because mm. I'm extremely obsessed, not with content creating, but with figuring out ways to help people uh, as much as I possibly can. And I know that when I create these videos, it amplifies the success of fundraising for people. So I'm constantly, it's not just like, you know, I'm doing, and there's nothing against, there's nothing wrong with what I'm about to say. It's not like I'm doing a dance video and then like that night I'm like, damn, man, can I say damn? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Beep. Uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not like I'm doing a dance video and then later that night I'm like, man, damn, like what's my next dance video? But these, these videos I'm creating, um, a lot of them are like, can change somebody's life completely. So I'm like dealing with people's livelihoods on a consistent basis, mm. like who are like, you know, maybe have a negative bank account balance sleeping in a tent on the side of the street with like their child next to them. And I know that they're struggling to get benefits from the state or they're, they're waiting for like in a week for their next paycheck. And this moment that I'm having with them could completely change their lives. So when I go home from shooting or whatever, I'm like constantly thinking in my head, like, you know, you need to go out and help more people. Like, what if there's somebody who needs you right now? What if there's another person who needs you? Like, what if there's, so it's really, really hard for me. And I really struggle with like disconnecting from, from content creating, you know what I mean? So I, mm -hmm. I feel like personally, I'm not the best person to ask that question to because I struggle with it. But I think the best thing to possibly do for me, what's helped the most, what I will say is helped the most is trying to figure out how to take one day at a time. You know what I yeah. mean? Because like, I think we get so caught up with shit, like, what's the next move? What's tomorrow? What's in a week? Like, I need to do better. I need to be better. And I constantly think that, you know what I mean? Um, but I think that if you, you really like breathe and like, I just posted a sign on my Instagram yesterday and it was like, um, mm -hmm. you know, don't worry about the shit you can't control you know what I mean like you can only worry about things you can control and I think yeah. you have to sit back and breathe and take one day and one step at a time like one day at a time is the move you know what I mean and and you know taking time to be with people who love you and uh who care about you and, and stepping away like I even went grocery shopping without my phone the other day that was really nice, nice. <laughs> you know like just little yeah. I'm the worst I'm literally the worst person to ask that question to uh, no, I, I appreciate your honesty. And, and I think but I have to be a, honest, you know, I think it's yeah. important, you know, so, uh, yeah, I'm not afraid to be honest about it. Um, cause I struggle with it myself, you know, but yeah, definitely, um, spending time with beautiful people that, that are treat you really well and, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, 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 I know. I think that's such a beautiful struggle because when you're doing so much good and putting these amazing things out there it's hard to stop. And then I'm sure once you actually do take a moment to stop and your head hits the pillow and you try and sleep, there's like a million things flashing through your head that million. you have to do, which is million. the worst. But it's like, if you don't take that time throughout the day to really just have moments for yourself, then you actually won't be able to help anybody because you're going to just fact. burn yourself out, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, that's fact, you know? So just, you're, you're speaking to the choir, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So it's hard to learn because by helping yourself, you actually are helping everybody else in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So actually, when I got back from New York and Miami, 
the last two days, I've been telling myself, like, chill, like, take one day at a time. And I feel like mentally healthier the last two days than I did like all last month, probably. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) That's good. It's all a work in progress. And I'm actually so glad that you're taking the time out of this little sabbatical here to speak with me because, you know, this podcast is all about kindness. And I just feel like kindness is in your DNA. And I'm so in awe of all the things you've done and (laughs) the people that you've helped who are suffering from homelessness and how you've harness the power of social media to bring awareness to those people. I mean, you've raised, what is it, over uh, $250,000 for the cause just in the past three months alone. Yeah. Which is a huge number. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Just thank you for all you do. And and I'm guessing for all these amazing things you do, or I'm hoping you get a lot of love and, and people show you a lot of love. I always start out asking here because we have these incredible people and artists on who I bet get a lot of compliments. And so I just would love to know, how are you at receiving all the love you get and those compliments that come your way? I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see even just, you know, getting stopped on the street or at the grocery store. Like I had a girl yesterday. Well, I was at the grocery store without my cell phone. Nice. (laughs) And um, she was from Argentina and she walked up to me and was like, I just love your videos so much. They're so beautiful. I just flew in from Argentina. And I tell all of my friends about you and show all them all your videos and just know that your videos touch me in so many ways and just please don't stop. It was just like a random girl, like at the grocery store and like, it's so awesome and beautiful. And like, mm-hmm. this is the, these are the moments that I dreamed of as a kid to be able to change, help change the world and help people. You know, it, it just, it's so awesome and beautiful. It's really like such an honor to have this job it's such a weird job that I have. It's so interesting. Mm. Like I literally just go out and just like give out money (laughs) or like help people every day. It's so weird, but it's so much fun. It's wonderful. And it's, it's the most rewarding job like ever. And it's like literally what I always dreamed of doing my entire life. And now it's come into fruition. Uh, But it's, it's, it's really nice. And to see that the messages and the the comments and the people, the praise, like it's, it's really, really incredible. But I don't ever want to get like complacent to that, like where I'm like, okay, I satisfied the world or, you know, like I want to always just keep doing more and figuring out more ways to help people. Um, But, you know, it it means a lot to me to see so many beautiful messages and comments, you know, it really is special. And um, yeah, it's it's extremely inspiring, you know? Mm. Yeah. You, I mean, you leave so many of us speechless. I don't even think I could form a sentence right now to describe just how incredible it is that you exist and the work you're doing and every (laughs) single video, like, I know you see these large numbers, but each number represents a person and you're making each person have the chills or smile or cry or, or go outside and donate money or, you know, walk around with granola bars and pass them out on the streets of New York city, little things like that you're inspiring. And I really think kindness is little things that we come together to do to have a really big change. So yes. you're certainly doing your part. And as the king of kindness, I would love to know, what does kindness mean to you if you had to define it? I know it's kind of a big question. Oh man, what does kindness mean to me? Uh, you know, just thinking off the top of my head, I think like with me, just being respectful to the people around you, you know, taking care of others, 
when you go out in the street and you see someone who's in need, you got to think about like, man, this person might be there for a reason that exact moment. And it might be for you to walk up to them and give them something that they might need. Um, but just being, a, I guess, kindness is funny, being a kind human being to the world, you know, just showing respect to people and, and caring for others. I feel like caring for others is so important. Mm. And um, treating people well, you know what I mean? I think that's just, for me, that's kindness, just, just being good to the world. That's all like, literally, like, if I could just tell you anything, just, just be, be sweet and kind to the world, to the people around you, to the strangers around you. And that's just kindness to me, you know, and I just want to amplify that, that message with my video, you know? I love that. And it, it should be applicable across every job, every state, every person, every family. I mean, life, I think to me is just about leading with love and, and kindness. So I think that's the perfect answer and respect is a huge part of that. And I'm guessing you kind of started to learn that growing up. And if you're comfortable with it, I would love just to hear a little bit about your upbringing, because I know that you yourself have experienced poverty and, and homelessness. So if you're open to discussing that a little bit, I think it would just be really valuable for people to hear about your experience and kind of what you've learned, because I'm guessing it's the kind of thing you don't understand until it happens to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that stems from like why I do with what I do today, you know, because I think I haven't gone too deep enough in this, which I will this year more. But I think when you see the content that I make, I think you understand it so much better once you understand my background and like where I come from and like who I truly am as a human. Um, but I, so I grew up in a small town called Yakima, Washington. It's like central, central Washington. Um, literally like, oh, that city, so bad. It's ranked <laughs> like top 10 in US for car thefts and murders. Like it's, it's wow. really, yeah, it's so tough. Like it's so, like seriously, like I would say like, 10% of the people that I hung out with um, in like middle school and high school are like in jail or like were murdered since, since like I moved away. Wow. Cause it's so hard to escape that system. It's so hard to escape the system. And we grew up, so we're the Mexican family, a uh, very like old school Mexican family. Um, and uh, we grew up in poverty and family worked in like agriculture and um we, I remember so many times like sleeping at random friends' like couches with my parents and with my family. And I remember us getting evicted multiple times as a kid. And I just remember, it's funny because I was so happy though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't think about like money when you're a kid like that. Mm -hmm. um, but just getting like an amazing ice cream or candy bar at that time was like Christmas for us you know, just to be able to get something, you know, like a candy bar or something, because we just had no money. We really struggled a lot growing up. And um, there was one time where like, and I think this was like the pivotal moment of my life. Um, we were just going through so much, like financially and struggling that I just stopped giving a F like, you know what I mean, about a lot of things. And mm -hmm. I, uh, I had like straight F's and D's in school. Like I was just like, I was going towards that route where, mm -hmm. where a lot of other people went, like in that city, in that community who are now, you know what I mean? Like either in jail or, you know, 
murdered or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I feel like I could have easily went down that route, honestly. I'm telling yeah. you. Like, I feel like I was so close from going there. So that's why it's like this, all this happening now is like, man, I'm so lucky that I like missed it by the graces of God. You know, I, yeah. uh, there was this one moment where, uh, my grandpa and grandma were passed. They like passed away in the same like few months. Wow. And uh, we got our house repossessed that we were like, or we got evicted from our house and we got our cars repossessed. My dad had two cars at the time. And this is all in a period of like two months. We got our cars repossessed and our house was taken from us. My so God. we were left homeless with no cars. And this was like, literally like, oh man. And you know, it's crazy because you, you get sad when you see people like sad, right? Like you get sad yeah. if you see someone crying, you're like, man, I feel bad for them. But when you see like your parents like bawling, you know, like in front of you, it like could break you, you know, or it could like really like, it hits you so hard. Mm. And I, I, I remember seeing my dad just like bawling and um, finding out that we like had no money our cars were getting like I remember seeing like the sheriff coming to take our car and uh man it was such a heavy moment for my family but it was literally like the pivotal changing moment of my life I swear to you like it's so crazy how like you can really flip the most negative moments of your life into like the most beautiful positive moments because at the end of the day mm -hmm. like you can only control like I said you can only control what you can control but also too like you have to learn to harness negativity and use it for positive you have to learn like from the crappy moments of your life and use it to really inspire you because like these worst moments in life that you go through right like mm -hmm. you can literally use it to break you or you can use it to like harness yeah the baddest mother ever like that ever exists you, oh, know, what totally. I mean? like, you know what i'm saying like, yeah so like, yeah, like I, it can pull you down it can pull you back it or it can kind of keep you still where you are or it can move you forward like or you can move you forward if you're at the bottom done, yeah. like, you only really can go up from there you know what i mean like so yeah so this moment of clarity hit me where we lost our house we lost our cars i was getting made fun of at school because i didn't have uh money for school clothes so i was wearing the same mm. shit like every single day and uh man it was so like tough and it was like embarrassing and sad and depressing and all these things and and then you know and and I sat there and I was like man look at like my daddy's crying like and this moment I felt like this extremely powerful moment happened to me when I saw him crying um and I knew that everything was about to change in our lives like I knew everything was about to change I knew we we're about to like go homeless and this beautiful powerful moment happened where I was like what if and this was like the first what if moment I ever had I was like what if I could change this around what if I was the answer for all this like what if when I was you know seven eight years old dreaming about moving to Hollywood could actually become a reality like what if I actually went and tried to do that what if this is all happening to say Isaiah you're going to come back and you're going to change your family's lives and you're going to buy them a million dollar home. And like, you're going to like change the world. And, and you are the reason mm. why this is happening to get you to go and save the family. And, and it was, it wasn't just a what if moment. It was like, you have to do it. And it was the craziest shit. Like it just really happened overnight. 
like that moment is what inspired it though. like I literally would not be in LA right now if that did that exact moment didn't yeah. happen and um wow from then on I went back to school the next week and I completely changed my life around like it was like it was like completely 360 change like I I started showing up to class on time uh, <laughs> I did not miss school no more I got straight A's from that moment from that moment on which was the middle sophomore year to the end of my college I got a 4.0 every single everything That's I amazing. did was like straight A's 4.0 wanting to accomplish things on the highest level and like literally everything changed that day like it was like that moment that changed my life mm -hmm. and that moment is when I said you know what I'm gonna go to college I'm gonna be the first person in my family to go to college no one's ever gone to college um, or completed college at least for that matter like uh, yeah and I set out made goals and I went through them and I and I did everything I said I was gonna do you know and yeah. um, it was awesome because you know when I was in that really uh, dark place like when we were in living in poverty and and uh, homeless in my hometown and I remember I told myself when I started changing my life around that someday I was going to come back and, and inspire like the next generation here mm -hmm. and like someday I was going to, I was going to come back when I, when I made it, you know, and, and right before the pandemic hit, I went back home and I spoke at like all 30 schools in my hometown. Wow. And it was so cool. It was, I was like a motivational speaker and we actually helped save a couple kids who were going through like, there was like a situation with like an ab abuse a situation with human trafficking and mm. I was the person who actually the kid came up to and told what was actually happening at home because of me speaking at the assembly mm. like I had a few kids who would you know I mean there was like kids were going crazy like it was so cool like they were so excited to meet me and stuff but yeah. there was one or two that we we got to help and save from abuse and trafficking that uh that never spoke up until I actually went and spoke at that school so but not only that thousands of kids told me they want to go to college now from my hometown because I oh. went and spoke there and they saw that like yo I'm from Yakima like maybe I'm like a you know we're a Mexican family going through poverty we can make it out now too and a lot of kids and that's what I told myself I was going to do I was going to yeah. go back to my hometown and try to inspire the next generation and, and I, I went and did it and we really helped a lot of people and we got some kids especially out of those really bad situations yeah and um yeah, it was really, even if you could save one life, man, I say this to people all the time, mm -hmm. like, even when you said the little things of kindness, sometimes, like, you never know that little thing could be the spark that that some person needs who maybe was depressed and thinking about, like, you know, had suicidal mindset, you never yeah. know, like, that, that's from an extreme perspective, but that's you never true. know, you never know what someone's going through. And that's why you said that little thing could completely alter someone's day that can alter their week and change mm -hmm. their month around. Like you never know. So, yeah. you know, that's why being kind is so important, but yeah, that, that, that was a beautiful moment. It really I is. completely went off subject. No, I, I mean, listen, yeah. I could just listen to you like an audiobook and sit here all day because your story is incredible. <laughs> and I think it's so cool that you've had this full circle moment already. And I know you'll have so many more and I just value so much, especially as you're, fame is growing that you are really still putting people first and helping them because I'm sure your inbox is inundated with people asking for help and it's you can't help all of them because you're one person but just the fact that you're trying to do as much as you can is really 
admirable. And I guess to stick in there a little bit more of your story, yeah. you know, when you took that leap of faith and believed in yourself and moved to LA with your big dreams, which I think was to help people and then also designing jewelry was in, was in the mix. Yeah. I read that you lived out of your car for about a year and you were robbed and tormented. So even when you took that leap and you were on that path, you still had things being thrown at you. Oh. How do you feel like you persevered during these difficult oh, times? Was it just God. that there was nothing to yeah, fall you know back what, on? I mean, you know, it's crazy. I actually did. Um, uh, I had my dad go with me to uh, I had a show on the Drew Barrymore show, like a segment on there. Yes. And um, I spoke about how I lived in my car and for like a year. Right. And my dad, it's crazy. This was like, like four and a half years ago, right? This moment. And it's crazy. Nobody knew, not one soul on earth knew that I was secretly living in my car. And a lot of other things that I'll tell you about. And everyone thought I was fine. Everyone thought Isaiah was doing amazing. He's great. But secretly, I was sleeping in my car and struggling. And like, it's funny because I told Drew like in the segment and, and then afterwards, my dad was like, what the hell? Like, I had no idea. And I didn't even tell my dad, like literally nobody. He's like my best friend. Like nobody ever knew. Uh, but yeah, I finally started feeling like more comfortable about talking about it. It's the only reason why I never really went deep into it is because, you know, I was like, you know what? It's my past. I don't need to worry about it no more. Like I'm, I'm on a mission. I don't need to worry about it. But it was nice to face those demons of like those moments because there was a period of a year where I was, yes, I was sleeping in my car and just things weren't working. Like I was struggling so much financially and I got evicted uh, from my apartment and uh, mm. uh, do not get evicted folks. It will be on your record for so long. Uh, yeah, it made <laughs> things really difficult to get into another place, you know, because once you have an eviction, like, oh man, it's so hard. You have to have like three deposits and like good credit. And once you get eviction, like it's so hard to get like a, an apartment, especially in oh, LA, yeah. you know, in LA, it's like yeah. you know, almost impossible. Um, but I got oh, evicted. Wow. I mean, and the system is like, the system is so unforgiving oh, yeah. it's of so people unforgiving. that are experiencing issues it, like created by the system. That's the worst part oh, is yeah. they create the issues and the, yeah. They hold, so I'm sorry that. No, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Like, yeah. And so I went, so I was like, you know what? All right, I'm going to have to live in my car. So I lived in my car and uh, there was one point where I even like literally slept inside. And like a lot of people like don't know about either that much, but I was sleeping in like abandoned office building at one point too mm. um, in downtown LA. There was like this place where I would go to, cause I was like doing like side jobs and like freelance jobs with fashion businesses and stuff. And um I would go there for meetings, right? And when I'd walk around the office buildings, I'd notice there was like so many abandoned offices and they would like leave them open. Mm. So I would go into this office building all the time. So the security guards downstairs would always see me. So they knew like I was like supposed to like be there. Yeah. So I would go like literally like around 4 p.m. and say hi to the security guards. Like, hey, what's up? And they would be like, hey, all mm. thinking that like I'm some hot shot or something. But I really would go there and I would go into the abandoned office buildings and I would lock the office building door and I would sleep in there. And I did it for like a period of like four, like three, maybe three months. 
Mm -hmm. I would sleep in like abandoned office buildings in LA and I would shower like in the public restrooms in there. And I did it for like three months and it was like, oh man, it's crazy. That's why I never went back and talked about it because it, I felt it was so weird. Like thinking about it now, I was so numb. Like I was so numb to everything. Like I, I think it was just like, even this morning, I feel like I thought about it, like, cause I was like, all right, I'm going to do this podcast with you. And I knew I was going to talk about it, but it's interesting. You know, I, I, I don't revisit it enough, you know, cause I was such a, it was such a numb moment, but it's, I feel like there was something that was like, I want to put you through this tough ass moment mm-hmm. to see if you're going to keep going. And if you do, I'm going to bless you with all this other stuff. And I don't want anyone, you know, to ever, you know, I don't judge anyone with their religion or I think you should believe in what you believe in, you know, for me personally, like I believe in God and stuff. Um, is that okay if I, Oh yeah, of that? course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause I know it's a sensitive subject, you know, religion and stuff, but I think everyone should believe in what they believe in. I respect everyone for that, you know, but I feel like there was something very powerful that said to me, honestly, this is the way I look at it. And that's just going back to the, the negatives and the positives. I think that God was like, I'm going to push you through hell. Mm-hmm. And if you can get through this, I'm going to bless you with so many amazing things. And that's why, that's why I never like felt like a victim when I was sleeping in like on a concrete floor with like no blanket, like in those office buildings. Not one time did I ever feel sorry for myself or like a victim. There was, I don't know what, why, that's the craziest part about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I never felt like sad. It was weird. It was like, I always felt like it was like, almost like if you do this, it was like getting me closer to this big moment. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so weird. That's why I can't explain like why it was so like powerful in a way. Like, it was kind of like beautiful. I can't even lie. Like, honestly. Mm. So, and then it like, and then like my life changed like crazy after this happened, yeah. like after I started having enough money, like to afford a place and I went on Craigslist and got an apartment, but I was like homeless for like a year, but like, man, it like literally led me to like this life now. So it's so weird, yeah. but it's like so beautiful, you know, like this is just how it goes. Like what if these terrible, hard moments in our lives that we're being putting being put through is actually like a test and it's like hey like how far can you push yourself how Mm. far can you go if you do not give up maybe i have something beautiful planned for you at the end of the road you know what i mean it's the beginning of a new chapter of your life and i it's weird i always thought to myself like this is a chapter that's long as hell Mm -hmm. but at the end of this chapter this next chapter is like called amazingness you know i love that and um and literally like amazingness chapter came after my homelessness in LA mm. don't give up man I'm telling yeah. you like you got to just keep going regardless of how hard things get you know and uh, for sure did I answer your question I wasn't sure oh you I answered all my questions and on. so many more okay. I had so many questions for you that like you answered and, and bopped around and it was it was wonderful and what kind of just hit me while you were talking was that I feel like enough people don't talk about the positive side of loss and grief because loss and grief is for the most part terrible and and looking at your story you lost so much but you also lost it feels like your maybe some of your self-doubt you lost like you lost things that allowed you to then believe in yourself and you lost your caring for certain things and so you just thought to yourself 
whatever. I, there's nothing else to lose. And I felt the same with the yeah. traumas in my own life and things that, that I've gone through with my family. Sure. And, and it's like, it's a superpower in a way when you make it out on the other side. Absolutely. You said it best. Superpower. Really is. But yeah, I like that. I mean, it's not flying, but it feels like it sometimes because it really you is. just remove that. It's like an Instagram filter comes off your eyes and all of a sudden you can see everything very clearly and what matters and you just move towards your your goal. And so your story is very inspiring in a lot of ways. I think that's cool that you said that too, because I think like, you know, the way we feel when we're really like sad or struggling in life or going through a really tough time, the way we feel, if you really think about it, it's a feeling that you just don't always feel. It's a special feeling that like, not a good feeling, right? But it's a feeling that you don't feel often. And it's like, whoa, that feeling is so strong, right? Yeah. But like, that can harness so many other powers within us. You know what I mean? That is the feeling that you don't want to feel anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or sucks, you know? Yeah. So that feeling could really, you have to harness it, like you said, and just like, Mm, you could do it to do something and use a superpower yes. that you never thought existed inside of you. Totally. To get you out of this situation, you know, and maybe that's mm. sometimes we need to feel that a little bit to, to motivate us, you know? Yeah. It's like a growing pain, you know, it's very yeah. painful, but it allows you to grow. And I think we're so quick to self-medicate now, whether it's scrolling through our phone or actually sure. getting medication and, you know, sure. we, we need some of that, but I think there's a lot of numbness that unfortunately might stunt your growth in a lot of ways and oh, that's yeah. a, i guess a different rabbit hole i could go down but oh, you yeah. know when i also look at your at your story as you're now paying it forward and helping people do you have maybe a story about an act of kindness you experienced along the way that you know changed your life or you you feel like like someone did to me got you to where you are yeah because you're always giving to so many people i would love to hear one someone did to you oh man <laughs> you're like uh, nothing like yeah, nothing. Seriously. No, I'm just kidding. Hmm. And kind of someone's done for me. Whoa, that's a tough one. Can I think about that? Yeah. And well, we that, jump back. Let me. Oh, totally. Yeah. Let me think about that one. Let me think about mm. that one. I got to think of the right one. Like, I got to think of something someone's done for me recently. You know? I mean, there was a story I read about that's out there that one of your friends did the act of kindness of giving one of your pieces of jewelry to Rihanna for a photo shoot. Oh yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. So that's, that's a good one. You know, that <laughs> you like know my story more than I do. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that was one I was going to ask you about and it, it kind oh, of, no, no, that's good. That's in. good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty cool. You know, cause I, um, so I like, I design jewelry and, um, that's originally what I went to. I went to college for fashion. Like I, I've always been, I, I've always liked love fashion and, um, and I, was literally just making jewelry in this tiny apartment studio and i was just like buying supplies in the jewelry district and making stuff by hand and this this artist that i'm obsessed with rihanna um she was like the biggest artist that year i mean she's still like one of the biggest artists in the world right but like oh yeah um that year she was like the hottest artist in, on the planet you know what i mean she was like on the cover of every magazine and she was just like she had like the biggest songs whatever and um at that time and uh i was like, obsessed with rihanna and i it's so crazy like it's so crazy so there's this guy named ben that i was at. shout out to ben and uh he is someone <laughs> hey, i went 
Yeah, I know Haven. I went to school with him and uh, it was incredible. I, that was like, Rihanna was my favorite artist at that time. I mean, she's still one of my favorites, but she was my favorite artist, like favorite, favorite. She was like just the best. And I went to school with this guy named Ben and I saw he was doing like working with like a famous fashion magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, like he, he got hired to work as an assistant to Green Rockfield. She was like, she used to be the um, editor in chief of Vogue Paris. And I was like, whoa, like my friend Ben made it, you know, he's so cool. Like, and now he's like, you know, working at this big fashion magazine in Paris and, and they, they have an office in New York. And uh, I randomly like random. And this is like the art of kindness is incredible, right? But the art of timing is just as incredible. I'm telling yeah. you, man, like timing is everything sometimes in life. We can go into that in a different subject, but <laughs> I randomly, so I designed all these, like these really cool chokers with like, um, they had these like beautiful Swarovskis on them and like lace on them. And I hand, I handmade all of them. And I, I designed like a little uh, lace, like collection basically of chokers. Um, and I took pictures of all of them and I just designed the samples and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing some production of these, put them on my website. The first thing I did was pop on, like I was randomly on Facebook that day and a post came up of his and he was like, oh, just got to Paris shooting, you know, da, 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 da. And I randomly DM'd him. Like it was literally the day I finished this, this collection. I DM'd him and I was like, hey, Ben, like, I just want to let you know, man, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on everything you're doing. I just wanted to attach these images of this new collection I just made. Um, maybe someday you guys will like be willing to work with me. And he DM'd me literally within like five minutes and was like, Isaiah, this, these exact pieces are exactly what we need for a photo shoot we have next week. And I was just like, like, I kind of like was like, I had that awe moment, like, yo, yeah. whoa, like. What, what, like, but I had no idea what it was for. Like, no one said any, like, he didn't give me any details. He was just like, we're doing a photo shoot for, I knew the magazine. That's all I knew. And he's like, can you send these overnight to us? And I literally had like $80 in my bank account. Like, mm. I was like, okay, I can overnight these and be so broke for like a week. Or I can like, just like pass on it. And I literally was like, fuck it. And I sent it overnight and i had like ten dollars left for the rest of the week but i said i didn't care like there was something about it that i was like i'm gonna do it so i overnighted it to them and i didn't hear anything back for like three or four weeks like i just didn't hear nothing and i and then ben randomly hit me up like a month later and i was like hey isaiah we used your pieces for a photo shoot for the magazine can you can you send me your credits for them i was like sure 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 sounds good They still didn't tell me anything. Like they didn't say who wore the pieces. They didn't Mm. say anything. And then randomly, like two or three weeks later, like I I saw, like I woke up to like this email and I just saw Isaiah Garza Rihanna. And I was like, what what is this? And I clicked (laughs) it. And Rihanna is like wearing my necklace on the cover of the magazine. It was so crazy. And it's just like, it's so insane because one, she was my favorite artist, like in that time. And two, like, what are the chances that I made the exact pieces at the exact right time and DM'd him at the exact moment that he needed like a piece like this to wear? Like, so I think that was like amazing, you know, to have someone yeah. do that for me. Cause I mean, that goes back to like how you treat people. Cause when, when I was in school with Ben, 
I was like so at all with how talented he was. And I never like, I always reminded him like, man, you're so good. You're so talented. Like you're so awesome. Like, and I would always compliment him. It was never like, you know, it was always just like kindness to him, how I treated him. And I mm-hmm. think that goes back to like why he took a chance on me. I was like a new designer. And he's like, you know what? Isaiah was always so kind to me. Like, I want to help him now, mm. you know? So you never know like who, how you treat people. And then in a few years, maybe you run into them and, you know, maybe they can help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's always good to treat everybody with respect and kindness. And uh, yeah, I thought that was really beautiful when that happened. And uh, I sold so many pieces after that. And that yeah. really jump started my career in so many ways. I mean, that was like a, because once you get, you know, if you're a designer or a creator, once you get like the biggest artist to wear your brand of that year, like it's, everything else kind of just is a domino effect. Because, mm. you know, once you talk to another, you know, Cardi B, you know, you say, yeah. hey, oh, by the way, Rihanna just wore my oh, necklace. Was I love her. Gift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like at that point, it's like, it's like a domino effect. Everyone will start wearing it. You just, it's like, you just need one cool kid to like totally sign you and then you got everyone else, you know? It's so cool and so well-deserved. And I think it speaks to all the research out there that shows when you're a giver, those are the most successful people in business and in life. And it's not why you Absolutely. do it, but you know, it should come from your heart. But it's just insane to me when people aren't kind because kindness comes back to you. And it's like, don't you want yeah. that? Don't you want that too? Oh, yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I think that's incredible. And kindness is awesome. And I've been trying to get your kindness is awesome sweatshirt, but it's always sold out, which I'm happy for you. I need to like, I need a Google <laughs> yeah, alert. Do you, uh, I have actually, we can gift you one if you want in gray. We have them in gray. That I'll we're gonna gray? Just, we're I'll, like gifting I'll buy out. it. No, no, I'll just send you one. We'll send you one for sure. We have extra gray. Oh, really? You don't have to do that? No, it's cool. It's cool. Cause we never, we're not actually going to put the gray ones into like for sale. I'm just okay. giving them out to, ra- I just give them out to random people like on the street and stuff like that. Oh, that's so, so like, beautiful. I, just, I got like a gray production run just to like give out to people. Yeah. So like we just give it literally, we just give them out to people. Like I've never sold a gray one before, um, but I could send you a gray one. Oh my gosh, I would love that. And maybe if you want, yeah. we could do like a an Instagram or we could do a giveaway with the podcast. If I don't know, we could talk about that if you're open Whatever to it. Whatever you want, honestly. Give it away to a listener. It, seriously. We don't okay. have to do a giveaway. I mean, I would love to do a giveaway, but you could just have one, you know. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. It's like when two giving good. people come together, how do you how do you like yeah, land I know, right? on a decision? We're like, no, no, I want to give no, it to No, no, I want to give it to somebody. Me, but it's let like, me no. give you something, you know. <laughs> it's like, wear it, wear it. I know. I love that. I love that. I have so many other questions to ask you, but I want to be respectful of your time. So I think I'm going to jump ahead. And we do have a surprise game if you're down to play. Okay. <laughs> it's not much of a game. All right. It's called the compliment game because I haven't given you enough compliments already. All right. And basically, we reached out to some people in your life to get a statement or a compliment about what they love about you. And then you just have to guess who said it. Oh God. Oh my ah. God. Okay. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. It's the compliment game on the A-OK. Okay. It's the compliment. Compliment, compliment game. You can ask me yes or no questions. Maybe like, you know, five of them. People like rules. I, I don't know anything. I really don't know that much. I'll try to help you. Was everyone really nice that you did TikTok to? Yes, yes. Yeah, I usually and I usually only can get one for people depending on, you know, publicists and DMing people and whatever I do crazily on the side. But you have two. So there's two here. There are two here. I think this first one I'm going to read to you has a little bit of a hint in it. So it might be might be easier. But if not, I'll try and I'll try and give you a hint. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna read you your quote. Yeah. 
Let me put my, my voice on. Okay. Most people can tell from Isaiah's videos how loving and caring he is. But meeting and becoming friends with Isaiah has shown me that he truly has such a kind soul. He is always looking for other ways that he can help the people around him and care for those in need. So maybe there's not a hint in there because I feel like a lot well of people feel that okay. about you. I feel like it's a girl. Am I hot? Am I warm? Okay. Okay. Girl. I feel like it's Susan. I don't know why. It's Susan? Yeah, no. Is it? You're not. You're actually pretty cold. <laughs> uh, Possible opposite gender, <laughs> identifying. Person. Really? Yeah. Whoa! I thought it was definitely. A, oh wow! Uh, friend. Oh my god! I feel like one of these have to be my manager, Naughty. Though one of them has to be. So I will. Okay, I'll give you a hint. They're both. <laughs> okay. They're both fellow creators. So this one is a fellow creator. Oh, it's a creator too? Yeah. Who the heck? I have no idea. There's some alliteration involved. So their, their first and last name are uh, the same letter. <laughs> Jalen. Yes, Jalen James. Oh, wow. He's so sweet, man. Really? That was Jalen? Yeah. That was Jalen, yeah. Oh, what a sweetheart, man. He's so sweet, dude. What a good guy. Seriously, what a good guy. Like that guy is he's a sweetheart he's a really good guy you know what i mean that's like literally like if i could say like anything about him is there's so many things to be said about him actually but straight up sweetheart stand-up guy stand-up guy good guy like a really mm. good good person you could tell he's a, just a really good person you know I mean? he deserves Aww. He deserves a lot of great things coming his way. You know what I mean? I, you yeah. can tell. Certain, I hate to be an a-hole when I say this, but some people don't <laughs> deserve like so many blessings, you know, because they're just some people are bad people. You know what I mean? But he's, he's a really yeah, bad unfortunately, I know. I've seen one of my one of my friends became a TikTok sensation over the pandemic, and she uh -huh. deserves all the love. Diana, yeah. do you know Diana? She yeah. deserves all the outfit Maybe. of the day. Girl. I mean. I'll there's so okay. many, like, yeah, I'd probably, if I saw her face, I'd probably recognize it better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's hard I'm, on TikTok. I'm terrible at names too. Yeah. But just people like that, you, you know, you feel so happy for them. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Your second one is also a creator. It's also just really kind. And there might not be a hint in there. I try and have hints, but you know, we'll figure it out. Okay. okay. Isaiah is one of the most amazing and caring people I've ever met. Isaiah always puts others first before himself and is changing the world little by little. Oh, man. I'm going to feel so bad if I say the wrong creator because then I don't want no. to be like, yo. What? Listen, uh, there's, no, there's no hint in there. I, I guess I'll say, so you just came back from Miami. Yeah. No, I, fig I, that... figured, I figured it's, it's someone from Miami. Okay. I, figured, okay. That's what I, I did figure that. Um, all right good i think so i'm I got last that to leave right? yeah last to leave miami yeah exactly it's a yeah. greater house we, we we live in um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with faith faith yes yeah. gotta have I'm faith go with liz. i'm gonna go with liz oh liz well you could try it third time's the charm oh my God. <laughs> wait okay okay I know who this is, and I, I was going to say this person's name first, actually. Okay. okay. It's Tori. My friend. 
the last name starts with a T. <laughs> Wait, what? The last name starts with a T. Is it? I feel so bad. Is it Ava? No. Wait, what? It's from See, Okay, so this this cre- this house must have been bigger than I thought. I think this person was there. This last to leave. The first name starts with an S. S T. Whoa. S T. I don't know who that is. Should I tell you? Yeah. Okay. And then if they if they weren't in the house, that's probably my bad. Maybe they're Sebastian. not in the house. Who? Sebastian. Oh my God. Seba- I thought I thought it was a girl this whole time. Oh no. I it was a girl. Oh my God. I thought it was a girl. That's why. Okay, I got you. You're good. Oh. Listen, there was no hint in there. It was just an extremely oh nice Oh my God, sentence. I feel so stupid. I thought it was a girl this whole time. That's why I kept naming <laughs> off everyone else. It's like there were girls there. Okay, Sebastian, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love Sebastian. He's so awesome. Such a sweet guy too. Seriously, Sebastian is, I mean, first of all, everyone in our house are sweethearts. Like everyone mm. are sweethearts. Everyone, they're such good people, you know, and I hope to uh, connect with them all so much more you know, even on a deeper yeah. friendship level. Um, but yeah, Sebastian's such a good guy, man. Like such a sweet kid. And he's just, uh, he's always happy and always in a good mood. He's a great representation of just like happiness and always like positivity. Cause I love positive people and that's infectious. Totally. You know, when you go into a room yeah. and you're just positive and, and happy and kind and that kid, like he's so, he's all those things. He's awesome. Oh, I love that. And you're awesome. And so is your thank publicist, you, yeah. Hope. Thank you, Hope, oh, for yeah. helping me get these because she did help me with getting these oh, statements, yeah. which was really kind <laughs> of her. <laughs> so you got a good one. Yeah, she's sweet. I know I have to let you go. Before I do, would you just mind sharing a tangible kindness or wellness tip that you think our listeners can take with them and incorporate into their day? So something kind of tangible, just a small way they can be kinder. Yeah, I would say... Um... First of all, when even going back to what we talked about earlier, take care of yourself. Because this is just off subject of like the kindness part, but please take care of yourself. Please take a moment today to smell the roses. There's so many beautiful things in your life right now that maybe you, we don't take the time to appreciate. We're alive, you're healthy, you know, you have a roof over your head, you know, you have friends and family around you take a moment and be like damn my life is really awesome actually you know Mm. now say how much awesomer can I make this being awesome to the world can make your life way cooler um so if you're driving by someone who looks like they're in need maybe stopping drop them off some food or 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 open a door for somebody today or say something nice to a stranger that you've never said before you'd be really surprised how far that little thing can go in someone's life. Um, yeah. And, and don't forget to, to continue to love yourself, you know? Mm. That's, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I think, I think that's wonderful because it's, it covers both ends. You got to take care of yourself and then yes. other people, you know, a kindness right. tip we shared on here once was if you're able to just have a small bag always in your car or with you with essentials. So if you do see someone it's ready, you can give it to yes. them. Sometimes that's better than money. Yes. I love that. I love what you said. And I just, I love who you are and what you put out there. And I thank you so much for all you do to make our world a better place. And thank you for being a beautiful soul. I really mean that and taking the time to speak with me today. You're so sweet. Seriously, you're, and and you're very, like, I want to say this about you. 
you are extremely good at what you do. Like you really, really are. Wow. You speak, you, you listen to people, which is what makes you a great, like, you know, podcaster. Um, you listen to people like you're not somebody who just and I know it's, it's, it's give and take, right? Like, yeah, I, I like hearing you speak, too. But you're very well spoken. And you you ask questions and you really listen to the person and you let them speak how they want to speak. And then you double down on like the things that they're talking about. And, and that's what makes you so good at what you do. You know, you're really you really oh. listen to the people. And I think that's important with, with having a lot of success in what you do, you know, and, um, you know, you're, you're very good at what you do. And, and you made me really happy and, and feel comfortable. So. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me. I really appreciate that. Of course, of course. And I can't wait to see everything you do next. I could just like hang out with you all day, but I know you got to go. And I'm, you know what I'm not good at is leaving Zooms. So I will, <laughs> I will put that power in your hands, my friend. And okay, okay. Just yeah, say you. thank you again. <laughs> thank you again. Okay, we'll talk soon. <laughs> all right, bye. Have a good day. Bye. And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. I just loved talking to Isaiah. They brought such a big smile to my face. Someone else that brings a smile to my face is my beautiful grandmother-in-law, my Cassie's grandma, Nana Joan. Unfortunately, Nana Joan passed away this month. We were able to celebrate her colorful life, which has inspired today's kindness tip. Your kindness tip of the week is to lead with joy. We called her Joyful Joan. <laughs> she had the best laugh. This might sound like a simple kindness tip, but if you can set the intention of bringing joy to every room you walk into, you're going to lighten up so many lives. Now, this is something you can train yourself to do, hopefully not in a toxic way, <laughs> by thinking about what brings you joy and analyzing your most joyful moments. You know, your favorite parties that you've been to over the years, maybe your wedding, the birth of your child. Think about those moments and really dissect why you were so happy. Try and remember every single detail and then take that feeling into every room you walk into. If you can carry those elements into your daily life, especially in this current state of the world where we need joy more than ever, then you are going to be living like beautiful Nana Joan and spreading smiles everywhere you go. I hope this episode made you smile. I can't wait to bring you more. <laughs> Let's connect on social media if we have not already at Art of Kindness Pod or at Rob Peter Paul. And until next time, remember, everything's gonna be a-okay. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.